Well, welcome to another podcast right here at Crossroads Community Church. We're in Sullivan, Indiana, and we're actually inside my office and in the building. And I'm with uh, Eddie Hammond, our senior pastor. I'm Steve Hollis, your host. And uh, welcome to yet again another podcast midweek. I'm really happy we're inside. Yes. I wouldn't want to be sitting on the deck right now. I tell you, it. Forget the birds. Yeah, the heat index. This, this week is, this is, has been in the hundreds, yeah. and um, I took a day with Jude yesterday, and we spent the day all outside. And I checked the heat index because we were we were needing shelter. We we had a shelter to go to, but the heat index was 100, and that was at the wow. about two o'clock. It wasn't even the hottest, so. Um, I think it got it up to around 93. Yeah. Therefore, when I checked, it was 91. 93 probably heat, heat index right there would have been around 105, 107 yeah. because the humidity was ridiculous. But uh, we were safe. We kept hydrated. Yeah. Uh, Jude did get a little bit overheated there for a little bit, but uh, I was prepared, and so that was good. So anyway, yeah, it's a hot, hot uh, week in July, right smack dab in the middle of July. And uh, can you believe we're uh, through the middle of summer already pastor mm-hmm. pretty crazy isn't it yeah time flying by yeah how you coming with your arm i'm sure they'll want to hear hopefully uh i gotta see the surgeon tomorrow hopefully it's been eight weeks tomorrow hopefully i can take this sling off yeah and Boy, if there's anybody out there listening would like to have this sling <laughs> yeah, otherwise he's gonna burn it <laughs> yeah well man i hope i don't ever see one of these again mm-hmm. i got wore out i got think all the stuff wore out of it i think what he's trying to say is uh, make sure you take care of your shoulders yeah exactly right yeah you know it's uh if you don't like those military presses at the uh, weight room yeah. it's okay just go ahead and put a little bit of weight on there and just uh that's what i say help yeah. those and uh, any other exercises that you can do to help uh, increase those tendons and muscles around it but um yeah, you know, we're getting closer to our outside event. We are now three weeks, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, just to kind of recap what our plans are for that day, it's uh, July 26th. Mm-hmm. That'll be a Sunday morning, 1030 service only. Uh, here's some things that you would like to know. Um, please, if you feel apprehensive, it's okay. Stay home. Yeah. We want you to realize that it's. It, we don't want to burden it burden you and uh, and that goes for the very next week when we're going to be inside the very first week of August and um, but we're going to communicate with you about uh, what we're going to have you do as you come in uh, to the building on that first weekend of August Um, but back to that day we're working real hard Mike Benefield and I uh, are talking and making plans about having that outside service online so those that cannot make that service that day yeah, will so. have yeah. online uh, possibilities. So our tech guru, oh Mike, Mikey himself, yeah. uh, is working on that availability to where we can make that online. Uh, yeah. That would be live. So please, if you do get online that day, please realize there might be some um, some lag in it, maybe some glitches here and there. Uh, we're hoping not, but just realize and be patient with us if you would, and uh, we appreciate that. Um, what we're going to do then on um, the uh, the first week of getting ready for... Uh, oh, let me, let me back up. July 26th 
if it does rain, what we realized that would be very uh, the best thing to do about that is uh, go ahead and just plan for online. So stay home if it rains. We're going to go online, but we will be live at the church. So I think that's the best scenario for the day. Uh, it really will help. Now, here's something that I want to bring to your attention. Whether it rains or it shines, we are going to have a blood drive that day. This is very important for you to hear. The blood drive is desperately needed. And, um, and that is because um, there has been a, a, well, a lack of blood drive um, or, or giving because of the, uh, the COVID-19 and the quarantine. And you, you, could, you could realize that. I mean, that just makes sense. But we're going to help. So if you can give, if you're able to give blood, uh, that is going to be that day. Um, we are going. I mean, let me give you the details of that. Um, let's see. Uh, Pastor uh, Kurt sent me that email, and I'll see if I can't bring it up real quick. Um, let's see here. Oh, forgive me. I I realized that that was okay. Here we go. Crossroads Community Church will hold a blood drive on Sunday the 26th from 9.30 to 12.30 p.m. on a blood mobile near the, near the bandstand at the Sullivan Park and Lake. Services will be held there as well. Okay, so that's that's the message we're going to be sending out to everybody. That blood mobile will be located by the grandstand or the bandstand there. Um, where we're going to be having services. So it's going to be easy access for those that come. Hopefully we'll get to be able to, uh, to receive a little bit more. Now, there's going to be a link that we're going to send out via text and, and on the website. I think, believe it might be already there. Um, but you can go there and sign up. So I really wanted to make emphasis for that that day. Desperately needed. If you can give, please Amen. give blood that day. Um, it really helps so much more with more than just transfusion fusions it's plasma it's platelets it's things that i personally needed when i had my accident mm -hmm. i i couldn't i wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for the 13 transfusion or 13 units of blood um all the platelets and the plasma that uh, the doctors use that day so please give blood please please count on that if you can please um now, back to that, we're going to report to you and communicate to you that day about our protocol and logistics about that first week of um, uh, being back in the building. We're going to have both services. Let's repeat that. We're going to have both services that first weekend of October or August, rather. Yeah. And um, we're going to have you use every entrance uh, that day, not just the front doors um, of the hospitality room but the side door by the men's bathroom and the side door by the stage. Now that those all will be available and we're going to have people posted and greeting you. And uh, if we have a flux of too many people coming in one door or the other, um, again, um, don't be afraid. But if you are concerned, please watch it online we're going to have uh have that available of course we've always had that available now for probably my my goodness probably up to 10 years now yeah getting better and better at yeah. it <laughs> in yeah. fact we've got some new cameras that are coming in that uh 
we were able to purchase through uh, the Centers of Congregations grant and also uh, what um, Crossroads gave be above and beyond that. Yeah. So we're working on getting that all squared away. Okay, well, enough of that. Now, is there anything else, Pastor, that I missed on that? I don't think so. Okay. I think you hit it pretty, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I think that we can go on beyond that. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward to continuing um, not only our uh, recording for next week, our prepping for the week after uh, outside, but the encouragement that we can have through these podcasts mm -hmm. weekly. So uh, let me have a word of prayer over this podcast and we'll get right into it. How about it? Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. We are so grateful that you are the God that, that saves, that is faithful, that it protects, that, that tells us not to worry, that uh, continues to be um, our stability. So I pray that folks that might be listening today to this podcast that might not uh, know you, uh, that they would get to know you through Jesus Christ, uh, praying, just bringing their petitions to you and bringing their lives and laying it down before you. I pray that the words that we speak today will be pleasing to you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, Pastor, uh, last week was July 4th weekend, and we celebrated. And uh, what a great time of doing that as a nation. And uh, you talked about uh, remembering to celebrate. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that and refresh people's memory. And yeah, I started out talking about the 4th of July and why we celebrate it. Um, of course, of our independence from Britain, I'm not going to go through all that, but, you know, Part of the, the problem, I think, is too often we look at life as a drudgery to be endured rather than a dance to be enjoyed. It's, it's a lot easier when you go back to the past to focus on all the negative and not think about the good, the good stuff, actually. Yeah. You know, um, heaven forbid if we'd ever be accused of being card-carrying members of the Too Much Fun Club. It's a funny <laughs> thing in life. When you're happy and you're full of joy, uh, a lot of people that's negative think there's something wrong with you. Because they say, you can't, be, you can't be that way. You know, I'm miserable, so I want you to be miserable with me. And when you talk, it comes out of their mouth. That's a, it, always dragging down, dragging down, dragging out. Boy, not me. I'd rather try to look. If I think of the past, I think about the people that's helped me, how God has done things in my life. Mm. Sure, there's negative, but I don't, I don't, I don't focus on it. I just, I just don't do it. I think we need to continue to celebrate the victories in our lives and not the disasters. Yeah. You know? And I, I, I told that story about Vicksburg, Mississippi. Didn't celebrate the 4th for 81 years because they was upset because they, they had to surrender to the Union on July 4th, 1863. They didn't celebrate hmm. 81. And here, here's the irony of that. That had nothing to do with why we celebrate the 4th. Right. We celebrate the 4th from our independence from England and becoming a nation. Right. So that's... And, you know, I talk about that a lot of times when we look... At our past, we do it with a sigh instead of a smile, actually. You know, we go into that mode where we dramatize everything. We point fingers and whatever, and um, it's not there. I think when we look back, it ought to be positive and uplifting. But I mentioned some areas here. We explore uh, people. When we think about people from our past, we don't think about the ones who helped us. We think about the ones that hurt us, hurts us and maybe even want to get even with. 
And that's what the Jews with Haman and Esther and Mordecai, when they would have thought in the back in the past, they could have really went back to those bad feelings because they'd have thought about Haman and how much they hated him. And, mm-hmm. But they didn't. Right. You know, and that's the whole premise behind this message is Purim, the, the Feast of Purim where God delivered the Jews. And they celebrated it and turned it into a holiday. Right. The second after people was events. When we think about events in our life, a lot of times, and I mentioned a whole list of things that Americans, you know, with me, it was Kennedy's assassination, and on and on from disaster, the shuttle disaster to 911, to all the things that happened in Iran and Iraq, and then now uh, COVID-19 and the murder of George Floyd. Ten years to go. Ten years from now, people will all remember that. Mm-hmm. COVID-19 will come first before anything else and mm-hmm. how bad it was, mm-hmm. which it is. But nonetheless, to try to see what God can use, how he can use us through this time. And we talked about, you know, I thought about circumstances as well with our hardships and the things that, that happened to us and decisions. Anyone who focuses on the past and keeps focusing on the past will tend to ache rather than celebrate. Right. That's right. Fourteen words that reveal the secret of celebration, Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on. I like that word. I press on. Regardless of what happens in the past, I'm going this day forward. I can't go back here. Yeah, we, and you know, without forgiveness... It's, it's not accessible. No, it won't work. It doesn't work. And we have to come to grips with uh, what is holding us back. And, and it could very well be our sins. But if, you've, you know, if you uh, have laid those over to Jesus and you're still feeling you're, like you're hold, being held back, then it could very well be that you need to forgive someone mm-hmm. of your past. Uh, even even yourself, forgiveness of yourself for these things. For Jesus has gone and has carried the cross and was has died on the cross for the forgiveness of all that was in the past. And um, it's tough when we have to forgive a person that has deeply, deeply wounded oh us. And uh, and moving on beyond that, sometimes you need to uh, to seek professional help, yeah. and it's okay. Don't feel like um, that you're less of a person for doing it. In fact, you are stronger of a person for seeking that help because you know that by the grace of God, He has forgiven you and that He can forg- he, you can forgive that person or the things that have happened beyond. And so... Um, yeah, it's a bad, bad thing to hold grudges. My goodness. Because it hurts you more than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, and it is so freeing. And then... You're able to then celebrate. That's the whole thing. This is the gist of this message. Well, and you, you hit on something that is, is paramount, and that's that whole forgiveness. It's like, it's like in relationships, uh, husband and wife, one of them hurts the other one really bad. Forgive them and move on. But the problem is a lot of time with the hurt spouse, they want to keep rehashing it. Mm-hmm. They want to keep going over it all, and it causes major damage down the road. I think there's probably been some marriages that would have been saved if they could have forgave that person and worked through it with God and not bring it up again. That's right. 
That's right. But Satan's there whispering in your ear, hey, you need to bring this up and go over it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I, man. I, I've talked about this before in our other podcast, but I'll mention it again. We need to bounce away anything that wants to infiltrate those 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 memories, those thoughts, those even even things that we visualize that remind us. Bounce them away. And I'll tell you what, if you find that you're driving down a road that reminds you every day about something in your past, find a different way to work. <laughs> yeah. Find a new place, a new way that that you can deter yourself. Bounce your mind until you get a grip with God leading the way. Until you are able to bounce that freely. Find a way. Don't don't entertain those thoughts. Mm-mm. That's like telling a, a drunk, you know what? Go ahead and get that apartment right next to the bar. Eh, it won't bother you. Yeah. Or just go in there and talk to your friends while they drink. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, it won't be a problem. It won't work so good. No, no, no. It won't so work <laughs> You got to so stay good. away from it. So, yeah, good good point. Well, then I, I ended with a suggestion. Well, the celebration was, was about Esther and the Jews, how they still do it today. Look how many years ago that's been. Mm-hmm. The suggestion, raise up a mental memorial to turn your sadness into celebration. And then I told that story about that town in Alabama that Bull Weevil wiped them out. Well, they <laughs> planted peanuts and for to remember they put a statue of that Bull Weevil in the town square. So Enterprise, unique. Alabama. I thought that was pretty amazing. You know, we, we talk about uh, how the Holy Spirit puts things in together. And then that message next week is about a memorial. Mm-hmm. It, it all scripture all ties together yeah uh, and if you know it's amazing to me that he does that that and here's the here's a warning don't turn your memorial into a shrine you use it as a memorial it's not it doesn't have power in itself no it's the idea behind it and then we talked about the lord's supper and we took communion yeah. that's a memorial yeah. you can't worship that act no it's an act of worship right but the fact is, you know, I know some people, well, they have to do it every week or God's going to smack them or something. That, mm-hmm. Jesus just said, do as often as you remember. We're, I, we're remembering him. That's the point. We're remembering Jesus. And if you can't do that on a daily basis through surrender, right. yep. then forget yep. the Lord's Supper. Yep. Ooh, that's strong words right there. Yeah, it is. Wow. And, you know, maybe some people, that is a memorial. It has meaning every day oh, yeah. they do it. They no, can no, no. still do it. That's, that's fine. That's between them and God. But it is yeah. about Jesus. Yeah, it's always about Christ. You're exactly right. That is always, that's exact. So. Well, and what a wonderful way to, uh, to end that message uh, last Sunday, to bring us out of that right into the Lord's Supper and to remember that Christ died for us. He gave everything. Um, I think here's the thing that we need to be remind, reminded of. I don't think that when Jesus went to the cross, he didn't, he had to surrender completely to God, his Father. And when God turned his back, the void, the, the 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 crazy chasm, and yet it, it's just amazing. The more and more you think about what Jesus did for us, yeah, that's why every time we have communion, I'm almost at a loss for words because there's no words 
to describe it, right? Really. And not to take it for light, <laughs> take it lightly. Uh-uh. No, and it, and because of the power of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the power of the blood, the power of the cross, the power of the resurrection, then as well. But yeah, but first Corinthians. Of, yeah, Paul warned the Corinthians, said, "Don't take this lightly, mm-hmm. because you are, because you're abusing it. Some of you are sick, and some of you are even dying." That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So that's how strong. Yeah, <laughs> the meaning is behind yeah. that. Yeah. So it does weigh heavy upon us to uh, to do that. And I appreciate again uh, that that you brought right in there how the Holy Spirit led you to, to bring into the Lord's Supper on that 4th of July uh, weekend. And what a, what a great, great message for that day. And it just does lead right into this message for Sunday as you're going to be speaking. Yeah. Uh, it's entitled what? What is your Ebenezer? You know, I started out, most of the time we hear Ebenezer, we think of Scrooge, but it, that's an amazing thing in that, in that story of, of A Christmas Carol, how ghosts, spirits came, four of them, you know, the fourth one was Marley, he, he came back. Right. But anyhow, people will hear that and say, well, there was only three. No, there were four, because Diane told me that. She reminded me of that, actually. But it's like, and then you see the change in Scrooge, how he becomes generous and loving and just amazing. But it, the analogy is when the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost comes into our life, same things happens. Mm-hmm. changes our perspective, our attitudes, our love for people, gives us another purpose and new motivation in our life. There are powerful words in the Bible, and this one here, you know, we haven't we haven't seen it so much. We haven't heard it. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a Ebenezer does definitely go back into... Uh, yeah, it's uh, for Samuel. Uh, earlier times, doesn't it? Let alone uh, yeah. the Bible, it goes back into... Uh... <laughs> well, here's, in, in chapter 7, 13, and 14... Uh, no, here's verse 12. Samuel then took a large stone and placed it in between the towns of Mizpah and Jeshanah. He named it Ebenezer, the stone of help. For He said, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. Mm-hmm. And it was a reminder that they had delivered them from, from Philistines. That's what it was, it, of that victory right. over them. Right. And every time a Jew, an Israelite, would pass by that, they would know that. Right. It would bring their mind, you know, bring it back to God. And then... I talked a little bit about Come Thou Fount, because that's where that, in the hymn book, that's where it's found. The song, Come Thou Fount. Yep, the yeah. second verse. Yeah. Here I raise mine Ebenezer. And that, I'm sure I've always wondered, really, what that was, so I looked it up, and then, you know, I found, and, you know, that songwriter, and then I, I mentioned uh, Johnny uh, Erickson, uh, Tata, who uh, was paralyzed from shoulders down in that diving accident, and then she saw her wheelchair as her Ebenezer. Yeah. Boy, that's amazing because most of us would have seen it as a curse. Mm-hmm. We would have cursed God. Mm-hmm. But she might have in the beginning, but she has turned out to be such a great witness for Christ. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's pretty much about it. I, I talked about uh, um, Ebenezer is a word with power and importance. We may read it over in the scripture without a second thought, but what we need to do is to understand the importance of the word, that it's not just for Samuel and the Israelites, it's, it's for today, that you have something in your life that reminds you of where God, what he's done for you, where he's brought you from, whatever. And you know, like I said, and I, I'll talk about this in that message, mine was a, was a John Deere, John Deere lawnmower. Oh, we'll talk about that next week sometime. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah. that's... A, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it, Steve. Thanks. Yeah. No, that's that's okay, and thank you for bringing it. And I, 
with these memorials, with these uh, remembering to celebrate, and and uh, the, the 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 moving forward with um, our lives. I, I shared a devotional from Oswald Chambers with our small group on Monday and it talked about making plans and how in our everyday what are we doing with the small plans or even some of the just the normal plans or even um, let's just say let's let's take it this way the the plans for a vacation the plans for a uh, a time of uh, to get away uh, are you are you committing that to God uh, and some would say, well, what do you mean, committing it to God? Well, are you committing those plans to God? Lord, lead us as we make these plans. Because each and every time we get away and do that, um, it's the unknown. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is that as we make it a continual process to remember who is in charge in our life, where we surrender, to remember where our lives have come, where we are presently and where we're going forward, we're able to then to say, I'm going to make a habit of my plan. So I wanted to share that with our small group and it was just such an impactful thing uh, from uh, Oswald Chambers to share with them uh, because it is, it speaks of our everyday. Just like we use this podcast to remind you of the message's power uh, in your everyday lives. Think words like Ebenezer, that's not something we hear every day. But it does have impact, and you'll find that out as uh, Eddie does speak on it this coming Sunday. So please join us online, 10.30 this coming Sunday morning. Um, we're going to be doing an online service this week, and then next week, and then again. Uh, we'll be online again, uh, hopefully for that outdoor service, but we will also be outside. So, Pastor, would you pray over sure. this uh, this time? Lord, we love you. and. Uh... Lord, there's so many times that you speak into our lives that maybe we miss it. We need to be aware of that. And um, remember to celebrate what you've done and what you continue to do, uh, how you've given us hope and, and uh, purpose for life. Lord, we thank you for that. So I just pray for everybody listening to this today that, as Steve said, as they make plans, that they're, you're always involved, whatever that might be, whether it's vacation or going to work, <laughs> spending time with your family, doesn't matter. But that they might always involve you, Lord, in that. So, And help us remember, Lord, and celebrate what you've done for us. You know, mm -hmm. we talked about Esther and the Jews and how every year for centuries that they continue to celebrate uh, uh, Purim for being um, safe, Lord. And they don't go back to the negative, they go to the positive, And they put their focus on family and on you, Lord, as they celebrate that. So thank you for this time, Father. I just thanks again, thank you again for loving us and being so close to us. We give you praise and glory for we ask it in the name of Christ. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Pastor, for joining me here today. And thank you, folks, for tuning in and, and uh, being here with us on the podcast. You know, continue to share this podcast uh, with your, your friends and your family and uh, people that you feel would be necessary to hear this. Uh, you can find it right there uh, separately on the website, let alone the link that we share uh, each week through the calling post. But you can find it on the website under the podcast tab. Well, God bless you. Thanks for joining us here today. And again, uh, we pray that your day is blessed every day by surrendering it to the Father and counting on the Lord Jesus Christ and his power. God bless you. And until next time, we'll see you. Bye-bye.